Yo, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Good people. Pastor LaMarcus here with another episode of Own Your Mark. Man, so excited to be getting on our marks together today uh, as we continue in our sermon uh, series or I shouldn't call it a sermon series into our podcast teaching triggered by the truth. We are in a specific section on triggered by the truth called uh, loyalty, where we are uh, exploring and exposing uh, some of the loyalties that we have that may be uh, inappropriate, um, misplaced, uh, ill-guided, uh, whatever uh, category it falls into. But but I really want to just really dive into this idea of loyalty for a couple of specific reasons. The first being the Bible is clear. We shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. That's the whole basis behind our triggered series uh, the other thing, though, that's so important about um, really kind of diving into this is if we don't know the truth, if we don't follow the truth, in other words, if we just go along to get along, if we just kind of manage where we are, it's not that big a deal. You know, what's, what's the big deal? Everything is OK. No, no, we're actually bound by the things that are incorrect. Um, if you just take a moment to think about life in general uh, things that you understand incorrectly also becomes the things that that bind you. Um, for example, you may think you're getting a great deal on a car because you've been led to believe that as long as you only pay two hundred dollars a month, then you got a great deal. But then you find out the truth that two hundred dollars a month over 10 years for a car that's not valued very highly and your interest rate is 20 percent. Well, that's not a good deal at all. And now you're bound by that contract. You're you're spending way too much money because you're overpaying for something that on the surface you thought was a good deal because it's maybe two hundred dollars a month versus five hundred dollars a month. So because you didn't know the truth of the interest rate, that is really what what matters and is really the cost of what you're actually paying then you're bound by that. Um, and I got to be honest with you, I'm I'm actually surprised at how many people are uh, not aware of the truth of the cost of money or interest rates and things of that nature. But I'm actually more kind of thrown off or, or uh, I, I don't know, I'm even more surprised by the amount of people that don't understand that how important it is to understand that certain loyalties and certain truths behind those things really actually matter. And they they pay dividends in our lives or the other side, they cost a lot of interest in our lives. So we got to be very, very careful about that. And that's why I want to take a little bit of time throughout this series that we're doing on Triggered by the Truth to really dive into this loyalty aspect. The Bible is very clear. We should have no other gods before God. He is to be number one. He is to be preeminent. He is to be priority. He is to be tip top on the throne. Um, and he will not he will not yield to anyone else being on the throne. If we put someone else above him, he'll bow out. He'll step aside and he'll let us realize and figure out that, wait, this is not working. And then we have to place him back on the throne. It's so important that we put no other gods before him. He has to be first. Now, that means something very, very, very important. If God is first then he dictates who's second, third, fourth, fifth, so on and so forth. What that means is if our loyalty is to him first, then our loyalty to others are dictated by him. 
That means he gets to decide how much loyalty we place on or in a person, where that loyalty goes, how far we take that loyalty. That means he gets to decide how much loyalty we put in a building, in a place, in a church, in a job, how far we take that loyalty is so important because the moment we take the loyalty above and beyond where we have our loyalty in him, now we've displaced him. That's so important because sometimes we we like to make the, uh, I, I guess we, we have a little bit of the, the two sides and we, we try to put the sides against each other. Well, I'm, loyalty, I'm loyal to God, but I'm also loyal here. Like we got to be careful about that. L- loyalty is um, there, there has to be a hierarchy. Somebody has to have the top loyalty. And we cannot say we're loyal to God first when we're letting something else make the decision or be above that. I, I use this illustration with uh, marriage all the time. You can't tell me that God is number one when your spouse is not number two. Like, that's not how that works. No, 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 no. God is number one. But you don't understand right now. I got these situations with my kids and, and I love my kids and my spouse loves my kids. They understand that the kids come before him. No, no, no. That's not how that works. God says he's number one. So he dictates who's number two. And he says the spouse is number two. That means that the children are number three. The children come after the spouse. Well, but that don't make sense because right now we're in this state. No, that doesn't. It it doesn't have anything to do with how you respond and act towards your children. You still take care of your children. You still love your children, but you don't put them above your spouse. When it comes to the needs of your spouse and and the hierarchy of things, the spouse has to be second. Otherwise, and we don't like to to admit this, but otherwise, then God's just not first. And we just have to be honest about that. If if I'm going to say my children are above my spouse, then what I'm really saying is my children are above God. And then I make the order. I decide the order. I'm only laying these, these kind of foundational truths because of what I'm about to talk about today that can be a little bit um, triggering, a little bit hard to hear, uh, a little bit difficult. And that is our loyalty as it relates to the church. Now, I'm going to try to make this a quick podcast because, you know, I, I got to be very careful here, which means that I'm probably not going to be that careful at all. But but I, I do want to give proper honor, proper respect and proper proper reverence to the church as God's body of people. But that's about as far as my proper proper honor and and reverence is going to go, because I'm going to be honest, man. Some of this stuff we call in church and some of this stuff that that we that we label as church, it's just not. I'm not going to dive into that today, but but I, I want to be clear that I have a lot of respect. I have the utmost respect for God's institution of church, for God's collection of people for the the purpose of the church to come together to exalt God to come together to uh to to edify the saints and build the saints up to live for God to come together uh to try and impact the world in a meaningful way for Christ to to take his image to the uttermost parts of the world I, I am very much in line with the church as it is uh designed and as it originated from Christ as it um, kind of emanated from him and his uh, decree to go out, his great commission to go out into all the world, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm very much in line with that. And what we see 
happened out of that with Acts and the kind of birth of the church and how uh, the church was spread and how churches were planted. I'm very much in line with that. And I'm very much in line with the fact that Hebrews tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as some are in the habit of doing. I'm very, very much in line with God's idea of his people coming together to glorify him, to edify him, to be built up so that we can live for him and to impact this world by spreading his kingdom. That idea of church, I'm very, very much in line with. What I'm not in line with, though, is this idea of being loyal to a building being overly loyal to uh, a family church, quote unquote, being overly loyal to a home church, quote unquote, being overly loyal to a preacher or pastor, quote unquote. Again, I understand certain loyalty is due there. But to go back to how we started and what we stated at the very beginning, loyalty of the unconditional variety belongs only to God. Everything, everyone, every place else, everything else, loyalty then becomes conditional and fluid, meaning my loyalty is conditional because my loyalty is fixed on God. My loyalty is conditional to everything else and everyone else. So if God is calling me to something different, if God is is leading me in a different area, then because my loyalty is to him first, then that loyalty is fluid everywhere else. I'm not being a bad person because I have to move my membership. I'm not being a bad person because I relocate and have to go to a different church building or a different collection of church people or a different place. I'm not being uh, disloyal in that scenario, because again, my ultimate loyalty lies with God. And because of that, he gets to dictate what I do and where I go. So for everybody else, it can be fluid. It is conditional. So, so I want to deal with this for a moment, just because, uh, man, just some of the things that I've, I've heard and come in contact with is, it's kind of heartbreaking. Um, because I don't know that a lot of people are, are, really well informed in this area. And again, the Bible tells us we shall know the truth and the truth shall set us free. Um, you know, pe people can argue this fact uh, uh, that I'm about to say if, if they like, and that's okay. Um, but I, I truly believe that God called my, my wife and I to plant the church that we've planted. Uh, it's been evidenced by uh, just a number of different things that the Lord has done in our life and in the life of our church. Uh, I'm not here to argue for our church or our existence. I, I'm saying that because I'm going somewhere as we planted the church, man, we started to really reach a unique um, group of individuals, uh, folks that had kind of been disenfranchised uh, by by certain factors in church or at church, folks who had uh, just kind of been felt displaced, uh, folks that maybe didn't feel the love and, and our church was really planted based on you know, just love and and love, love it, love of God, love of people, and really trying to get His word uh, to to folks. And um, I'll never forget some of the things that we encountered. One thing sticks out above most others, and that thing is there was a, a gentleman who started coming to our church and really was enjoying our church, and um, 
Well, I don't want to go that far. I don't want to put words in his mouth. Um, let me just say this was a gentleman that came to the church and that gentleman was told by his mother. Um, no, you're not going to be able to go over there. This is a grown man, by the way. Uh, if you're going to go to anybody's church, you're going to go to my church. Now, I, I, I want to be very careful and I want to be very kind. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the depths of the situation or circumstances surrounding that. I don't know what the mom had gone through. I don't know a lot about the, the particular son, um, but I know she discouraged him from coming to our church. Now, the reason I bring up that example is because of what was said to him. If you're going to go to anybody's church, it's going to be mine. Now, that, that strikes me as kind of interesting because um, it should be. I need you in church, man. I, I need you getting close to the Lord. I need you going to a place where the Lord can really speak to you and grow you and you can be the best you can be in him. And if for whatever reason that happens not to be the place where I go, my goal is that you get to God. And, and there's this idea wrapped up in that if you're going to go to anybody's church it's going to be mine there's this idea wrapped up in that that loyalty has been misplaced from god to a church building to a particular pastor to a particular space to a particular home church to a particular um spot where 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 i grew up i'm loyal here i'm this is where your family is this is where your home is this is and that becomes very dangerous because just because that's the place you've always gone doesn't mean it's a place you need to be. Um, there's a lot of people who, before they came to know uh, Christ, was in the nightclub. And it would be utterly ludicrous for them to say, well, because I came up in the nightclub, I'm going to stay in the nightclub. I know. Yeah, I know Jesus now, but but this is the place that grew me up. This is the place where where I, I got friends. This is the place. No, no, no. Sometimes coming to know Christ means you have to relocate the place you are, it means you have to go and do something different. And and I've heard that particular uh, scenario that I gave you, and I've seen and heard so many different things like that. Um and one of the things that that perhaps the most things that the, the the biggest thing that's devastating to me is this gentleman wasn't going to the church. He wasn't a part of the church. He wanted nothing to do with that church. He wasn't excited about that church. And I want to be careful because I'm, I'm not trying to say, well, it's got to be exciting. It's got to be that. No, 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 no. That's not my point. My point was he wasn't in church. Wouldn't you rather them be in church? And, and I think sometimes we get so caught in a place. We get so caught with a person. We get so caught in the norm that sometimes unknowingly our loyalties become intertwined with that place. So much so that when God is doing something different or when God is doing something new, we'll fool around and we'll we'll miss out on what he's calling us to. Um, and I think it's very it's very vivid. We see this type of thing in the Bible where, where God shows up. God is showing up in a place not for you to stay and worship in that place. God is showing up in a place for you to be empowered to go out and do the will that he's calling you to do. And, and sometimes we can become so beholden to the last spot we saw God show up that we never lose leave that spot, not realizing that God is a mobile God, that God is a, a active God, that God moves and maneuvers and goes and does as he pleases. Now, that doesn't mean he wants us to move and maneuver every time he does. But it can mean that. 
And the whole idea behind this misplaced loyalty is that we can become so loyal to the place where we grew up that we don't have we don't hear God when he tells us it's time to move. We can become so loyal to the place that where that well, that's the that's the preacher who baptized me. I, I understand that. But that doesn't supersede what God is calling us to do. I, I, I totally get that that this place has a special place in our heart, but that doesn't override our loyalty to God. I mean, I got to tell you, we got to be so careful with that. I heard um, there was one particular person uh, made a comment. I, I was up talking and preaching about, you know, uh, the goodness of the Lord and, and how he's been so good to us. And what he really requires of us is so very small. Uh, and I was talking about bringing the first fruits of all of our increase unto the Lord. And uh, the Lord just really showed up in that in that service. And uh, people were getting divine revelations about what it means to uh, to be able to honor God with with our substance and, and to honor God with not just our lips, and not just our mouth, but but with how he's blessed us to really pour our love uh, into what he's given us and return some things back to him. And I never forget, man, I had somebody come to me like, man, that was so good. That really blessed me. Uh, that was such a blessing to me that I decided to write a, a check back to my home church. And I just smiled and nodded. It's like, hey, man, you know, God, God bless. And, and uh, I, I don't know about the home church. I don't know that that that's not my point. My point was the particular person had been in our ministry and in our church for quite some time. And God has been blessing them there. God has been pouring into their heart, but their loyalty is so tied up in where they came from that when they got a revelation from God, it wasn't because of the place where they were in meeting with God. It made them go back or send back something. And, and look, let, let me be clear here. I'm just not a it's not a um, a treaty, a treaty on how to get stuff back to our church. That, that's not my point. My point was, I don't know that they realized that their loyalty was still so tied to a place that when it came time to bless God, they thought back there instead of where God was blessing them now. Uh, and I think that speaks to a type of loyalty and a type of an idea of a home church or a family church. And, and I got to be really, really careful here, but but I'm going to say it. Now, I think we need to really check that idea of my home church. My, my family church. I'm not saying that the church you grew up in or the church where uh, a large part of your family is in. I'm not saying that's not a special place. I'm not saying that that God is not blessing you or hadn't blessed you in that place. I am saying we can't allow the fact that that's where we grew up or that became a home church or that became that's where our family is to override or supersede the loyalty that we have for Christ because. Sometimes, and, and I'm going to say it, sometimes those places aren't the place of God. Um, we would be very naive to think that every church that's open is a church of God. I, I know we call it a church of God. I know we say that, but come on, man, we, we see some of the things that happen. We're aware uh, of some of the negativity and some of the things we get that some people are just in it uh, to get money and to take money. Like we, we got to be upfront and honest about that. And I'll go a step further. A lot of the reasons that some of those places are allowed to exist is because of our loyalties to things, places, and people outside of God. If we were properly loyal to God first, then those places would cease to exist because we wouldn't keep supporting those places. Even if the pastor is your uncle, even if the pastor is your brother, even if the pastor is your father, if that's not the place God has called you to, we don't 
that place or that person is not does not deserve our loyalty because we happen to be kin. That place does not deserve your loyalty because you happen to have grown up down the street and that's your home church or that's your it doesn't deserve your loyalty for that. God deserves your loyalty. And if that's the place God has called you to be and placed you, then that's why you're loyal to that place. Not because your dad, your brother, your your father, your sister, mother, whoever is in that church or whoever might be over certain ministries or whoever might be the preacher or the pastor at that church. None of that should matter. What should matter is where God is calling us to be. And I think, and I've said it before, and I know this is something that, that may get me some backlash, but but whatever. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Some churches need to close down so those people can find the place where God has truly called them to be. Because it is obvious that that church is not a place where God is ministering and maneuvering. And so we got to be careful with that. The reason these places are afforded the opportunity to continue to exist is because people are being loyal there when they should not be. Their loyalty should be first to God. So it becomes a dangerous situation where souls are not being fed, where God is not being exalted, where the saints are not being edified, where the kingdom is not being moved forward because we're loyal to a place or we're loyal to a person and not to God. That is so important. And again, I know how difficult this can be. I know how tough it can sound sometimes, but it is what it is. And I'm being very, very real. And I'm not I'm not excluding my church. I'm not excluding the place where I preach. If somebody is loyal to me or somebody is loyal to that church over God, it is inappropriate. It is out of line and it is causing a hindrance. I said it. We got to make sure that our loyalty is first to God. I don't want anybody putting me or the church or anything else above God because that's how it's going to flourish. That's how it's going to grow. So, so I've said that and I know that's a lot to chew on. I know that's a lot to digest. But but here's some some a couple of things that we need to, to think about in light of that. When we're loyalty to God over the place, the, the church, the home, the, the family, when we're loyal to God first, one of the things that that does is it pre- it prevents a lot of church hurt. I, I'm amazed that most people don't understand the reason you're walking in so much hurt from the church you're in is because you put your loyalty out of place and into a person, a place or a thing over God. If your loyalty was set on God first, then you wouldn't have to deal with that type of church hurt. I'm not saying the church wouldn't disappoint you, and I'm not saying you wouldn't run into some issues with the church. I'm saying that a lot of the basis behind some of the church hurt is the fact that you're in the wrong place to begin with. Now, that doesn't mean that you won't run into some hurts and some pains and some disappointments and some things in the place where God has called you. But here's the difference. The place where God has called you to be is also the same place where God is with you in that place. So you'll have the grace and you'll have what you need to overcome those things. But I'm telling you, some of the church hurt is really a result of some of the misplaced loyalties that we have. And when we get that in line, some of those things will go away. Here's the other thing. When when we are too loyal, uh, we don't allow the proper placement and growth in the church. When we're too loyal to a place, to a person, to a home church, to a family church, to a particular pastor, then we don't allow the proper placement of the people who need to be in the church or the proper growth of that church. We actually can hinder a place by keeping something going that does not need to be going because of that. So, so our proper uplifting of God as king and, and of, uh, as Lord of the church 
depends, depends very heavily on us making sure that our loyalties are in the right place. So, so when we do that, man, I, I'm telling you, I know this is kind of a, a sticky subject and all of that stuff, but you know, I have to, I, God is calling me to say it. So I'm going to say it. And again, I want to be clear. I'm not attacking anyone's church. I want to be very, very clear. I'm not attacking anyone's church. What I am coming at today is the misloyalty that we have towards certain churches that cause those churches to, to activate or to operate in a realm that's outside of what God would have them operate. When we put our loyalties in the right place, then the right places are going to thrive. The right places are going to grow. The right places are going to be what they need to be for the Lord. The right places are going to exalt God. The right places are going to edify the saints. The right places are going to evangelize the world. The right places are going to uh, press the kingdom of God forward when we put our loyalties in the right place. But when our loyalties are misplaced, then our finances are misplaced. Our support is misplaced. Uh, our, our edification, our edifying is misplaced. So, so that's really what this is about. It's not against the church per se. It's against our misplaced loyalty. When we put our loyalties in line, when we make sure God is first and our priorities are right, then all the other things will fall in line by default. So I, I don't want this to become an attack on church. No, 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 no. This is personal, right? This is, this is a personal situation where when we individually look at our loyalties and where they lie. And we say, okay, God, where would you have me be? What would you have me do? How would you have me serve? Then all of a sudden, some of the church hurt starts to fall off because I'm not worried about what they say and how they feel. I'm doing what God has called me to do. Um, some of the, the being in the wrong place begins to fall off because now I move myself from a place where I should not be. And I put myself in a place where God has called me. Some of that thing, just some of those things just fix themselves. When we when we make sure our loyalty is in the right place, so I want to speak to that man, and I just want to encourage us to make sure that as we are um, in a place, and you absolutely need to be in a church, you absolutely need to be in a good church. It needs to be a church that believes in the authority of God's word. It needs to be a, a church that preaches the entire counsel of God's word. It needs to be a church that holds God as head, as the the authority, as uh, the be all end all. It needs to be a place that preaches Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. It needs to be a place that believes in the authority of the Bible. It does. And it needs to be a place where God has called you. It needs to be a place where you know because you have God first and you are loyal to him first that he has placed you somewhere where then you can also be loyal to that place, where you can give of yourself to that place, where you can serve in that place, where you can love in that place, where you can give in that place, where you can honor God in that place. And as we do that, the name of Jesus will be glorified. God will be magnified. People will see him and they will turn their life and they'll turn their loyalties from this world over unto God. I'm telling you, man, I believe it. I believe it's important and I want to make sure that we're doing it. So, hey, I pray that something was said today that'll be a blessing to you. I pray that you truly hear my heart 
behind these words. I pray that um, if you are struggling and dealing with this whole idea of loyalty in the church, that you go to the Lord and you pray and you ask him uh, to direct you. If we can be a blessing to you uh, in that effect in any way, let us know. Uh, and as we're doing these series, man, let us know what's important to you. Let us know what topics you want to hear from. And we'll be more than happy to add those topics in uh, as we are preaching and as we are teaching. Again, I pray that something has been said that'll be a blessing to your life. Uh, if there's anything we can do for you, let us know. Uh, we'll be more than happy to do that. And until we get on our marks again next time, know that I'm thinking about you. Know that I'm praying for you. God bless you. God keep you. And I love you.